Hey everyone, thank you for joining me today. You're listening to Barriers, Biases, and Babbling, a podcast that sheds light on the real issues affecting student achievement while offering practical, equitable solutions. I'm Aisha, and I want to share with you a little bit about how we can make sure we are meeting the needs of our students. Now, as you know, there are many ways that we can do this, and so I don't and can't go into every way, but I want to share with you at least one way that we can meet the needs of our students. I'm going to give a scenario to begin. And with the scenario, I'm going to provide some examples of what I would do to help the student excel. My student is Demarcus. He's such a great kid. He has a lot of energy and is a natural born leader. What I love about Demarcus is that he's not afraid to take on a challenge as long as it's in an area that he's comfortable with. What's something he's not comfortable with? Math. He seems to get very quiet and um, not really participate in math. So my job as his teacher is to help him. How do I ensure his success in an area that he struggles with, that he has very little confidence in? Well, I can do a number of things. One of the things is that I affirm him. I affirm him as a mathematician. He is a student who can do the math, even if it takes a little extra time and a little extra work. My words are powerful and they will mean a lot to him as he progresses throughout the year doing math and basically any other thing. The other thing I can do is remind him that he definitely has a place to begin. Maybe the math I'm teaching today might seem pretty new to him, but he has some background knowledge that he can tap into to help him get started. Oftentimes, students aren't um, reminded or even confident of the the abilities abilities that they do have. They often wonder, how can I do this? They feel frustrated before they even start. And I wanna remind all students often that we all have a starting place. We can all pull out a pencil and jot down some notes, some pictures, some thoughts. That indeed is the beginning. That's the beginning of the journey to learning the strategies and skills um, needed to be successful. So that's what I'll do with him. I'll ask him, where are we starting from? Pull from background knowledge. What is it that you do know? And from there, we'll begin. The last thing I want to point out is that I don't show him how to solve the problem first. I actually let him dive into it and decide how he thinks he should go about it. I don't want to stand up in front of the class and word vomit and just babble and speak things that, and in a way that maybe won't resonate with him. So I begin by allowing him to have that time to be a free thinker and to work on the math. 
After a little while, I give him time to explain to me his thinking, and from there, we can decide which way to go. But I do model. I model after the fact often, because I never want a student to think that if they don't think of something the way I think of it, that they're wrong. No, we were, we're all unique. All of our brains, they work differently. And so I'll show him my thinking, but I want to affirm that his thinking is just as good and just as valuable. So I hope that scenario helped you. If you have another student or a student or a child who's in need of that support in an area that they are lacking confidence in, try some of these strategies. I believe they'll work. Thanks for listening to Barriers, Biases, and Babbling.